You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. Now, you and I have been friends for a long time, and we have a lot of things in common, but there's one thing that we just cannot agree on, and that is cruises. Yes. I detest cruises. And actually, every time I've invited you on a cruise, those are the exact words you've used. I detest cruises. Cruises. And notice how I use strong language and apparently it doesn't work because you keep asking me. You started off with, I don't like cruising. I, see, I, I don't even like the fact that you, you said cruising. Like it's a thing. It is. It, no, no, it's not a thing. It's, it's just a term. It's a big boat and you can't, you can't do anything but just be on the boat. It's a city out at sea. It's not a city. You're just stuck. It's just a couple of restaurants and rooms and there's just nothing to do in this city. It's a boring city. That's like a little boat that you're picturing in your head. Ships nowadays, it's an entire city. You have skating rinks. Ugh. You have water parks on them. You have movie theaters. You have malls. Okay, but you're trapped in this city. I can't leave this city. Well, you're trapped in it till you get to port. No, I don't want to be trapped at all. How about that? I want to be able to leave whenever I want. I don't well, want to be stuck in it until the captain says I can get out of the city. Well, yeah, it's up to the captain. You definitely can't leave till he parks and says now you can step out oh funny it sounds a lot like prison like i can't leave unless the warden or the captain tells me i can leave yeah that sounds really really captivating well that's too bad because i just went on a cruise uh and you want to talk about it yes i want to tell you about all the things that happened while we were on the cruise for example the first night on the cruise ship we're not even on the cruise ship 10 minutes and I'm already breaking stuff in our room. How is this supposed to convince me that cruises are good? Well, it was just, you, you got a point there. I, this yeah. is, this, I'm not going to win this battle. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> you, you're already telling you me it. that that you're in a cruise ship where the things break and cruising is fun. That's your point? Well, yes, but I can see that this battle is going to be lost, but I just want to tell you about my you, experience. Yeah, you still want to fight it. Yes. You know it's a losing battle, but I still want to fight I it anyway. still want to stay in this fight until right, the end. Yeah, go ahead and swing away. So I walk into our room, which, by the way, we have a nice, huge balcony in the back of the ship so we can go outside and be on our, on our own, enjoying the ocean. Well, I can't enjoy the ocean because I can't jump in it, but I could see the ocean and it was a big size suite. But as we walk in, there's like this little hanger that you can hang your clothes. Okay, so this is where the story begins. This yes. whole thing about balcony and, and suite is all irrelevant. Really. Well, I was just drawing you a picture of my room. You were showing off. No, I was just drawing you a picture. You of were showing off about how great your room was. Got it. Moving on. So then I go to hang a shirt on this hook and I grab it with my hand and just rip it off the wall. You ripped the hook off. I ripped the hook off. So okay. now there's nowhere to hang my shirt. So you're either really strong or the room, which you were bragging about, is really crappy. I'm still 50-50 on it. I'm, oh, I'm not sure if I'm it. strong or, or if I got a, a crappy suite. Because it's in a crappy boat. Right. Because cruising sucks. No, it doesn't. Okay. Come on, give it a chance. Uh -huh. Give it a chance. Well, then I get to the curtain because I want to see the beautiful ocean view that we have. And you know those little long sticks that they attach to the end of the curtain rod, like to move it? Yeah. You can move it in either direction. Right. Well, I grab them both to move the curtains open and I snap both sticks in my hands so that's two and three more things broken in so, my room in right. the first 10 minutes i'm in it so again you're either really strong or this is a really crappy room well at this point uh -huh. 
I establish or Lissette establishes that this is a really crappy room and a crappy boat. And this is all a very big, crappy idea. <laughs> no, that it was my strength. Because she goes, you're like Shrek. You just break everything. You're like a bull in a china shop. You don't know your own strength. Ah, uh, okay. So then I have the evidence in my hand. I can't put him in the trash can because then when the guy comes in to clean, he's going to be like, they broke stuff in the room. Yeah. So then what you do is you call maintenance and they replace it because this cruise is so amazing. They'll have no problems doing that. I'm sure. That's what you did, right? That's what a normal person would do. You see, you're thinking right. Jose opens up the back balcony door and throws the evidence into the ocean. You're calling it evidence like you did something wrong. I don't know. I mean, uh, according to Lissette, you're just Shrek. Innocent, you know, Shrek, just breaking stuff. You know what? Why don't we hear what that phone call would have sounded like? This is maintenance. How can I help you? Uh, yes, this is Jose in room 226. Yes. How can I help you? Uh, we just walked in and uh, the hook that the clothes hang on uh, ripped off the wall and two of the sticks. Well, can I stop you there? Uh, yes. How did they rip off the wall? I grabbed it to put my shirt on, and it just ripped off the wall. How how heavy is your shirt? How big are you? I don't see how my size has anything to do with your crappy hook that you had on Whoa, the wall. Oh, now it's a crappy hook. Excuse me, sir. Well, uh, you just said my size. I, you, well, you're insinuating that I'm an extra large man when I'm just saying that the hook broke off the wall. Okay, well, you're insinuating that this is a crappy room. Okay, it may be a crappy boat because okay? I, I work in it. It is crappy, but it is not a crappy room. And if you put your shirt on and it ripped the hook off, the shirt has to be pretty heavy. Well, I didn't say the shirt. I grabbed it with my hand to put the shirt and it ripped off the wall. Oh, oh, so you're Mr. Olympia then. No, I'm, I don't think I'm that strong. The wife does, but I don't think I'm that strong. Oh. I just think the wall was crappy and the hook just came off of it. I just uh -huh. need you guys to come and replace that. Well, we're going to put that on your bill. Is that all? Well, while you're at it, I need you to come and replace two of the curtain rods that move the curtain open because now what I got to grab the curtain and move what, it open. No, that. What did you do to them now? Well, I went to move them and they both snapped off. Okay. Iron Man over here. All right. So apparently you don't know your own strength. No, apparently you don't know that the stuff in my room was crappy and you didn't replace it so Look, that I don't break it. Sir, I already told you the room is not crappy. The boat is. Can I speak to your manager, the customer service one? I am the manager. As a matter of fact, I'm the captain. And right now I'm supposed to be driving <laughs> this crappy boat. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. So Lisette was mad at me because I threw him overboard, but I knew if I didn't, I was going to have to pay for him. Uh -huh. But the rest of the trip, she was always like, you got to watch out with Jose because he's going to break something. He's going to end up breaking the whole ship if we let him. No, see, I would have been like, no, Lisette, he's not going to break the ship because he likes to break stuff and throw it overboard. <laughs> and the ship is one thing he can't throw overboard. One thing I like about cruising that you've never experienced. Stop calling it cruising. It's cruising when no. you're when you're going. OK, when you're going down the road in your Jeep about 15 miles an hour with the top down. Sure. What do you call that? Driving. It's called cruising. Stop calling it cruising. You're on vacation on a boat. Okay? On a cruise ship. Fine. I'll give you that. Okay. Just don't call it cruising like it's a thing. Well, I was cruise shipping. There we go. <laughs> so one thing I love about cruise shipping is the ability to sleep. 
to disconnect from all the issues going on in the world. Yeah, but you could do that anyway. You could do that in a hotel room. But in the ship, you have the waves. You know the best sound effect that you can fall asleep to? Yes. You have that. Yeah. There. It's all around you. The real deal. Yes. It's not a little machine that could shut off. It's real. It's right there. So I love that part. I love being able to fall asleep and not knowing when I'm going to wake up. I like being able to sleep and saying, I'm going to skip breakfast tomorrow. I'm going to skip lunch. I might skip dinner. I'm going to wake up the next day. You're there to sleep. To relax. Yes, that's me. Except the first morning when I hear the sound of a hammer hitting on iron. Is it like near you? Yes. Okay. Like on top of our balcony. Like right outside your room. I actually thought somebody was in our balcony hitting on the iron. Trying to get into your room. Right. So I grabbed the curtain because I couldn't grab the stick and opened it and there's nothing there. It would have been great if there was like the maintenance worker outside going, Estoy aquí para arreglar la cortina. That's what I expected to see. <laughs> yeah, let me inside so I can fix what you broke. So then I walk out to the balcony and there's nothing there. I peek over to the neighbor's balcony thinking maybe he's the one hammering, you know, the metal. Nothing. All, all this investigation is happening at what time? Seven in the morning. Got it. And now I, where's Lisette? In bed, woken up also, but I'm the one that's out there. But she's upset. Yes. Oh, and now it picked up like it's an electric hammer. You know, when you have an electric hammer banging on metal. Yeah. So it's not just like a regular maintenance. It's almost like construction sounds. It's like the ship has issues. It's falling apart and nobody's told us anything. Ah, because maybe it's a crappy boat. <laughs> oh, see how it's all starting to come together? Uh-huh. It, it didn't to me, but now I see your point that it could be that. Right. Right. So all I could think of was to yell at the top of my lungs, don't wake me up. Wait a minute. You seriously yelled that? From the balcony. From the balcony of a cruise ship, yes. you yelled, don't wake me up, even though you were currently awake. Yes. Uh-huh. And that made sense to you in your head. Like you expected the noise to stop after you finished yelling that? In my sleepy, haze, mad state, I it, thought yeah. that was going to work. Yeah, anger will do that to you. So obviously it didn't work. The banging kept going. So I called the complaint desk and I'm like, hey, it's seven in the morning and I just got woken up by a hammer banging on metal here above my room. All right. And they were very apologetic. They were like, sorry, uh, you know, we do have to do maintenance on the ship and normally we start at about 7 a.m. So sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, that's where I would have stopped them and gone, wait a minute, maintenance on the ship? That makes sense uh, before we take off. Why are we doing maintenance on the ship while there are guests on the ship? That's the same question I posed. Uh-huh. The thing is, the ship runs all year, 24-7. Oh, that's great. So why don't you give me a heads up and go, uh, on your cruise, we're going to be working in the morning, so we're going to give you a uh, discount. That would have been great. I should have thought about that at the moment. See, I need to like have you on speed dial. Yeah, because you're not going to have me there with you. No, because you detest cruising. Stop. <laughs> you know, I, I'm starting to detest the word cruising more than I detest cruise ships. So, fine. I was like, you know what? No problem. Just have them stop, please, because I want to rest. Lisette and I woke up. We ended up going to breakfast. And after breakfast, we met up with the family and we come back to the room. It's noon. So we're like, let's just take a little nap, catch up on the sleep we didn't have in the morning. And they're still banging on the metal. Why would they stop, though? You said just don't let it happen again tomorrow morning. Well, I didn't say tomorrow morning. I just said don't let it happen again. Well, they figured they have all day until you go to sleep. <laughs> they didn't think you'd go right back to sleep. So you're saying it was my fault for not being specific oh, as you, in I need you to stop right now. You should have said it in Spanish. Let's see that one. 
Sir, we've registered your complaint. Is there anything else I can do for you? Yo quiero que paren ese martillazo que está haciendo en el metal arriba de mi habitación, okay? I don't see how that fixes it. That you tell them that you want it to stop immediately? Because the second you walk away, they're going to be like, hey, that guy in room 226 just said we better stop. Okay. And the workers are going to be like... They don't ever even get to the workers. <laughs> you know, the guys are going to be like, all right, next complaint. Hey, my room doesn't have toilet paper. Next complaint. Hey, there's water leaking into my room. Next complaint. Stop complaining. So then the next morning, guess what happens? Absolutely no noise because cruise ships are amazing. Where were you as a manager on the cruise ship then? What happened? More noise. It sounded like they brought two more guys with hammers. <laughs> It was like the guy in 226 is pissed because we're hammering. Bring them all. <laughs> the guy in 226 thinks he can run the ship. We'll show him. Yeah. We've already finished maintaining the boat. We're just going to keep working. You know the guys that play the little calypso? It's a little drum metal. That's what it sounded like the second morning. Because they weren't working. They were just doing it to yeah. upset you. They, it was just, let's piss off room 226. Yeah, let's just make music while we're at it. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So did you call again? This time I walked down there. Oh, so you went in person. Yes, because I right. was like, now they need to see me face to face. Yeah, no, this is legit. Now this is interrupted two nights. Correct. What did you tell them? I said, hey, this is the second night in a row. Uh-huh. That I've been woken up by what sounds like a Calypso band playing right above my thing. <laughs> and I know there's no concerts above me because it's just another stateroom. And she was like, they're always so nice. They're always like so pleasant. Oh, they've trained for this. Yes. Yeah, so they nice. have trained. And they know you. They were like, we're so sorry, Mr. Rodriguez. Anytime they refer to you by your name, it's disarming. I mean, they might as well call you Joselito. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay, Joselito. We understand. You're like, okay. Yeah. Maybe I like Calypso. She talked to me so nicely, so eloquently, that by the time I left the front desk, I thought it was my fault that they were banging up there. You feel bad for complaining. Yes. I always have a fear of getting conned when I'm on cruise ships, though. And yet you go on cruise ships. Yeah, and I don't think this is going to win you over either. <laughs> Another losing battle. Yeah. All right. The more I think about everything that uh -huh. I'm saying, you're like, this yeah. cements my, my yeah. theory that cruising is horrible. You're just picking up your weapons and you're dragging them on the ground because you know you're about to enter another losing battle. So we get off the ship in Cozumel. It's beautiful. It's basically a little island surrounded by water. And we're a group of 10. So I... Like, Why are you a group of 10? So it's all of Lisette's family and then one of her aunts and her uncle. Okay, so it's not just you and Lisette. You've got family on this ship. Yeah, it's the whole family. Okay, so the whole family made a bad decision. So the consensus of the group was we wanted to go shopping and we wanted to go to the beach and hang out for about three hours and then come back to the ship because you got to be back on ship at 4.30 or they'll leave you. They don't play around. They'll leave you and you got to find your own way back. Yeah, I'd be the one going, leave me. <laughs> Just leave me. 
I dare you. With my luck, they'd be like, no, we're not leaving until Mr. Castro is on board. I'd be like, no, I swear to God, leave, okay? So we get to the taxi area where you can get your taxis, and I tell them I need a bus, basically, because I got 10 people. So I start the haggling because I always feel like I'm getting conned, like they're trying to charge us more than they should charge us. So he starts off at $35 a person. That's $350. That's a lot. I'm like, I'll give you $150. He's like, oh, no, no, senor, that's too little. Like the best I can do is two fifty. See, if he had said, "Come on, Mister Rodriguez," then he would have disarmed you. you and know? I would have been like, four hundred it is." <laughs> I'll give you more. <laughs> yeah, but instead, it became that battle, and he dropped it down to two fifty. I'm like, ah, oh, so he's already trying to con me because he started at three fifty, and he dropped a hundred just by me saying no to three fifty. Why do you call it conning? It could just be negotiating. Just give me a real price. He did, and you didn't like it. No, but that's not a real actual price. That's trying to con me price. Uh, You're being extremely defensive. You're almost like, have you been hurt before? Have somebody conned you before (laughs) in the past? Because it seems like you were easily triggered. The guy's just doing his job. Like, this is what I do. Trying to oversell me? Oversell? You don't know that? You didn't take a survey of other buses and what they were charging? The guy was just like, hey, man, 350 right? Take it or leave it. You're the one that was like, hey, you're trying to con me. I'll show you. But he did didn't leave it at take it or leave it he dropped it down to 250 so that is when i get triggered of he's trying to con me versus he's trying to maybe accommodate me but i don't think he's trying to accommodate me because you've been hurt in the past guy yes it. so we ended up settling at 200 200 i felt more comfortable 20 dollars a person oh yeah 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 i love it how you felt more comfortable he was probably upset like i can't believe i'm losing all this money for this dude i don't know he had a smile on his face so i don't think i upset him oh my god that's his job they're good at it okay they can smile and hate you at the same time alphabetically odd barking apocanasia who i hate you We get off the bus to go shopping, and we agree that we're going to meet at 1230 to get on the bus again to go to the beach. And here's where I start worrying about the conning again, because Lisette wants to go to all these different shops. So I'm already on the defense, because to me, every shop is a con artist. Then just let her go shopping and just wait on the bus. But she wants me there because she wants, she likes my haggling. Okay, she likes she likes how defensive you get. Yeah, because it how, brings down her price. Right, and how personal you take everything. Yes. And how evil you see everybody. We end up going to a couple places shopping, and she sees this silver medallion. So she talks to me in English, but she pretends she doesn't speak Spanish, because uh-huh. they only speak Spanish. As far as you know, they could even... Easily be bilingual and you have no idea. Correct. Uh So she's talking to me in English and she says, I really want that one. Uh, See what you can get it for. Oh, my God. You just imagine the vendor who's bilingual. He's listening to this. like He hears it clearly and he's like, oh, I'm going to con this guy. Oh, this will be so easy. (laughs) Oh. So the guy starts, he goes, look, for you, I can leave it at $115. See, when they say that, those are my red flags. For me, forget for me. How about uh, for anybody else? How about that? Can we start start there? What's the price? I don't care for anybody, for who, for what. For you, my friend. Nope. I'm already, I got all the flags going up and I'm armed. It's like, for you, you my friend, because you with your wife, my friend, and because today is Thursday, my friend. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Uh So the guy that was working on the ship was mexican Uh uh-huh but the guy that's working in mexico is cuban that's right my friend it's (laughs) you know that's the world of cruising 
So he tells me 115, and I go, nah, that's too much. And here's where I know I'm getting conned. He goes from 115 to 75 in one shot. That's a big drop you were so, trying to con me out of. No, so you go, thanks, you know, and then I pay the 75, and guess what? It was probably worth 25. You're going to get conned either way. That's where I fight it, and I keep going. And I was like, 75 is too much. Okay. So he drops it. He has a calculator, and he writes a number on the calculator and just turns it over to me, and yeah. it says 50. Yeah, because it's too low for him to even say. Right. It's so low, he can't even get himself to say it. It's like I'm getting a special deal. Right. Look at this look at the uh-huh. deal i'm handing you uh-huh. that's then, what i felt like and what did you do i said no see i would have pressed the c on the calculator and then typed in the price i wanted to pay <sighs> i didn't think of that, that one either i would have typed it in i would have turned it around to him and he would have said un dollar that's right that's what i want to pay <laughs> Take it or leave it. I like your style. I verbally told him $25. And then that's when he was like, ah, no, es demasiado poco, no puedo. And I'm like, all right. So I grab Lissette and we're walking out. And another guy that was next to him goes, 35. Right. And I was like, okay, we ended up buying a $115 charm for $35. You know that $115 charm was worth $5. So you're just arguing over how much more they can make. I know the price of silver. So I know it was worth at least 25. Will you stop now? Now you're a silver expert. Now you knew exactly how much it was worth. Well, he has a scale there and I had him weigh it. Oh. And I could tell how much it was in sure, grams. Sure, sure. And this scale was, you know, was perfectly balanced, right? I didn't think about that either. Yeah. Have you been to carnivals? Yes. Okay. You know the rule about carnivals, right? They never lose. But you're the guy that's like, no, actually, um, I actually can win because I, I know these, I know this game. I know exactly what to do. You're not making my fear of being conned any better. Uh, now you're telling me yeah. that I left Mexico and I yeah. still got conned. You got conned, my friend. All right. Just enjoy it. It's part of the cruising life. So overall, would you say it was a good cruise? Yes, it was a good cruise. I mean, the noise didn't continue, right? It stopped. It stopped. So it could have been worse. It was. Wait a minute, what? We had two medical emergencies on the cruise. Not just on the cruise, on our floor. I don't know a lot about cruises, but I know that one medical emergency is a lot. That's pretty unusual. Exactly. And you had two. We had two, and not just on the cruise, but on our floor. Okay, did you know the people? I didn't, but they were close. They were only like 10 rooms away. It still affected you as if you knew them. It affected me so much, I didn't want to leave my room anymore. I wouldn't even want to walk by the room. No. Por si acaso. Because I didn't know if it was something in the hallway. Yeah. Because we had to walk through their rooms. Yeah. To get to the elevator. that They should close that area off. That's what I thought. Because we have no other way of getting there. And I'm like, if I go through those hallways, I might be the next medical emergency. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't? No. We also had a death. Of course. And it wasn't just a death in the cruise. It was a death in our hallway. Was it one of the medical emergencies? No. This was a third one. Oh, so this is a... A third medical emergency yes. that just ended. Yeah, well, it, I wouldn't call it a medical emergency because it's just dead. Well, yeah. it's an emergency of death. Yeah. Okay. Now, that dead one, we later found out. That dead one? <laughs> all right. That's what we're calling it. Okay. We later found out, first of all, God rest her soul, Hey-o! that it was a lady and that she got picked up by another boat 
and taken with her family member back to shore. Because their trip was over, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that person's trip is for sure over. Right. But when you said, and her family. Well, the other person in the room. I mean, what were you going to do? Are you going to stay in the room alone with the person that died? No, but I'd be like, uh, can you take her and then I'll meet you after the cruise? <laughs> I mean, if the guy is really into the cruise, he'd be like, uh, she would want me to stay. Right. There's still a lot of food I can eat. Yeah. I mean, we paid for this. So I still want to get to Mexico, you know, and I'll think of her. But why am I getting off with her? I didn't die. And then we found out that one of the medical emergencies was a lady that was six months pregnant that gave birth. Gave birth at six months? Yes. You know what they say about the cycle of life? What's that? That whenever there's a death, it's closely followed by a birth. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. And in that cruise... One died and one was born. So the captain got on the loudspeaker and said, uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, I regret to inform you that we have a medical emergency. And I like how he said, I regret to inform you because in the other ones, he didn't say that. As in, he's tired of these emergencies now. And we're having to go full speed ahead back to port. So we were going at 22 knots. I don't know what that means, but it means you're going pretty fast because of the woman that's giving birth. Correct. But I thought she gave birth. She must have given birth on the way there. And the medical emergency was we need to get to shore as quick as possible. I thought she gave birth and then they looked around and said, oops, we're not prepared for this. We're prepared for a lot of things that we can fix with drilling and hammering, but not babies coming out of wombs. As a medical team, we're prepared to give you Band-Aids, ice packs and Tylenol. Yeah. Not to bring out a baby. We can staple things. We can hammer things. We love to do that at seven o'clock in the morning. But deliver babies, not our thing. Hey, everybody, this is Tito Nieves. You're listening to The Eddie Castro Show. I'm a huge fan. So you see, cruising can be fun. Stop calling it cruising. Fine. Cruise shipping can be fun. Not this cruise. This cruise had hammering, construction work, maintenance, destruction of evidence overboard, medical emergencies, and a death. Yeah, now that you put it that way, I didn't go on vacation. I went on a very stressful adventure I'd rather not repeat again. <laughs> That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, Mi Gente, and on my book, Made for This, you can go to elliecastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. Remember, Mi Gente, if you want to relax and go on vacation, don't pick a cruise ship. Stay home. Watch Netflix. And remember, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Don't wake me up.